Got time for a quick story. Sometimes songs get enmeshed in the public consciousness. They're they're the sort of songs you know them as soon as you hear them. Firefall has at least two of those. You are the woman, just remember I love you. Those songs come on the radio, you know them. You know the lyrics, you know the parts. They are classic songs. Firefall has put out a lot of music over the years. And it sure helped that they had those hits. They also had a big hit with Strange Way. They've had a lot of other music beyond just the big commercial hits. A really good band. Yet they haven't released an album in a very long time, even though they've been active, even though they've been touring around, and I got to see them here in Eau Claire, my hometown, a few years ago. They haven't released new music for a long time until 2020, and that is the reason why today, in this interview that I'm doing, I get to talk to Jock Bartley of Firefall. Jock Bartley, one of the core members, co-founder of the group. He's been with Firefall all throughout, and Firefall has a new album out. It's called Comet. The album is released on December 11th, depending on when you're listening to this. It may already be out or it may be coming out. It's on Sunset Boulevard Records. Ten-song album called Comet, and we're talking to Jock Bartley of Firefall. Start with that long drought of of albums. So first time, what, since 1994, Firefall's releasing a new studio album? Uh, That sounds about right. And uh, it felt like it was about time. You know, it had been a really long time. We have three original members in the band. Myself, Mark Andes on bass, and David Muse on sax, flute, and keyboards. And uh, we've been playing, of course, not now in the pandemic, but we've been playing a lot on the road for the last 10 years. And it just really seemed like we had some new material brewing, and Firefall was playing the classic song by Spirit, uh, Nature's Way, which is, we have our version of that on our record, and it just seemed like it was time to uh, to maybe go in the studio and try to, to put a new album together a few years ago. Yeah, I remember seeing you guys along with Pure Prairie League. You were in Eau Claire at the Old State Theater, the Eau Claire Regional Arts Center back, I want to say it was January of 2015. I think so. It was right about that time. So th- that wasn't too long, correct me if I'm wrong, after the current iteration kind of solidified that particular lineup. So at, at that point, were you guys already, at, even right around then, thinking, hmm, maybe we can do a new tune here, maybe we can record a song there, even at, at around that point of that tour? Um, I, You know, what, what year was that that I, you just mentioned? I think it was January of 2015, I think, is when that show was. No, I think that about 2016-2017, we started thinking, gosh, maybe we should cut a new album. Now, of course, radio's totally changed these days, and and uh, bands like us probably will never have a hit song again. But, um, you know, we really were writing new music, and we're really excited about a couple of things we were doing, other than just playing on the road and going and playing 
our 1970s hits that everybody expects. And, uh, you know, so probably about 2016 and into 2017, we started talking about the album, uh, writing songs, looking for outside songs. And uh, it took a long time to get it together because we all live in five different states. <laughs> and, you know, to get a to get a three or five day stint in a practice room or a studio was really hard to do because what we would do mostly would be um, we would, you know, fly away to a city or two cities and fly home after playing the gigs there. And there really wasn't a whole lot of time for recording. So it was a challenge on that. And that's that added to the length of time that the album took to make. But we're really happy with it now. I think there's some great songs. It sounds like Firefall should sound, I think, and I've been told by a lot of people that it sounds really good. Um, you know, we sound familiar enough to where, you know, half the songs on the record really sound like Firefall, you know, many years later. Mm -hmm. But we also have some songs that kind of stretch the boundaries a little bit. So we're excited about it. Yeah, the the, the variety of songwriting is, is, I mean, leads to, it leads to different sounds without necessarily going like, oh, wow, where, where did this left turn come from? Your writing is on there. Gary Jones's writing is on there. There's that song. Okay, Sandy Ficka had a, the, the, the hardest chain is what I'm referring to. And that one goes back 13 years from now anyway. Is that a song that he and Tony Rosario had sitting around? How, how What was the history of that tune and why did you guys bring that one in? When we started looking within the band at any songs that were available, Sandy presented that one, and he and Tony wrote that song, whatever, 10 or 12 years ago. And, um, you know, I remember we had thought about making a record 10 years ago, and we had listened to that song. We were kind of familiar with it. But, uh, you know, it doesn't matter when a song was written, um, you know, if nobody's heard it or if it was never on an album, it's a brand new song. So when we started in earnest re uh, rehearsing songs for the new record, Sandy presented that one again. And it, it was really good because that's one of the ones that sound kind of like Firefall with acoustic guitars and, you know, vocals and stuff. As leader of the band, I really wanted to have at least half of the record, you know, sound like a band named Firefall is supposed to sound, which was back to the 70s with acoustic guitars and melodic music and great vocals. And also uh, my lead guitar and David's Saxon flute interacting at times. So... Uh, you know, the Sandy song and also my song, A New Mexico, you know, are put on the record to, because they're good songs and vibrant now today, but they also sound like Firefall is supposed to sound, I think. It's fun listening back and forth between Mexico and A New Mexico. And the, <laughs> and the kind of the wordplay in the new one as well. So this is, I mean, it's essentially a sequel to something from you know, four and a half decades earlier. Now here's the next part of the story. So what led you to write the lyrics and the story in the follow-up? Well, it's funny because, you know, for years I was saying to myself and the rest of the guys in the band, 
you know, we need to sound like Firefall in a lot of the songs. Like, I think we need a New Mexico. <laughs> and I was talking about a newer version of that kind of song, Mexico. And I said that so many times, a New Mexico, that, uh, you know, I, that it kind of finally clicked with me. And I went, heck, I should just write a song called A New Mexico or New Mexico. So, yeah, it's about a guy, you know, who has a girlfriend now and Mexico for him has changed. Whereas the year before in the second verse, when he was in Mexico by himself, he was all alone and really bummed out and things have totally changed because he has a, a woman in his life now. And so I just wrote that one and kind of thought, where is this going to go? Cause I knew I wanted to play those kind of signature Jock Bartley guitar licks on it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, hear that right there. Again, what you were saying about what sounds like Firefall, that definitely does. That that musically, and I mean, obviously the lyrics too, but especially in that one, you're going, okay, yep, definitely. It, it's a, it, You're like, I've heard this song somewhere, and obviously we know which one it is, but it really <laughs> comes out in that tune. Yeah, yeah it, you know, and uh, we have fun, you know, we had fun playing that. When I presented it to the guys in the band, you know, there was a bunch of laughter around the thing. Oh, okay. But then they realized that it was a, 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 also a good song. And, and if it sounded good when we were done recording, it would had a chance to make the record too. You know, so there's a lot of, lot of songs on there. Our new single, of course, is Way Back When. And I wrote that trying to think about, you know, how, you know, to portray how amazing and great the music of the late 60s was. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, once I wrote the first verse about with the Beatles and the Rolling Stones and the Birds and Bob Dylan, you know, the, the whole tone was set on that song, you know, kind of because, boy, that music of the late 60s set up the 70s where Firefall, of course, you know, became more prominent and bands like, you know, the Eagles and Dan Fogelberg and Little River Band and all those great bands of the 70s. We got our start from how great the music was in the 60s. I think, I think it's safe to say that if, if if not for that period of music, Firefall doesn't exist. Uh, that's true. You know, and without and without Rick Roberts and Larry Burnett, the original singer-songwriters in Firefall, um, we wouldn't have existed <laughs> either because in in my mind, a band... It has to have great songs to even have a chance at getting on the radio or becoming a gold or platinum record act. You know, there's hundreds of thousands of great guitar players around, and there's a lot of bands that groove a lot. But boy, without the songs, you know, um, Firefall would have been nothing. And, you know, our first album, it was interesting because when... Mark Andes, myself, and Rick Roberts first started getting together to rehearse, and it felt like a band. Um, Rick said, I know this guy Larry Burnett in Washington, D.C., and here's a couple of songs on tape that he's written, and the first song Mark and I heard was Cinderella, and we all went, get him out here to Colorado. <laughs> and, when we, and when we had our first day of practice for a new band, which of course didn't have a name yet, um, we had 20 or 25 original songs to play from the first first day of practice on, which 
you know, if as me as a player and Mark Andes as a, a a great bassist, you know, it was just phenomenal, and we were in hog heaven to have that many great songs to start with. It's a solid, and by and anyone listening who has not heard the first album or really the the first few albums, give it a, give them all a listen. It, I mean, to really establish the Firefall sound. Besides, the, especially the three big hit singles you mentioned, obviously Rick Roberts and everyone who's been in the band. But there's a lot of guests who are on this new album who were in, as, as it says, formerly of Firefall. That's what struck me as I'm looking through the liner notes, which, by the way, thank you guys for putting on detailed liner notes. I love that, getting specifically who played what, where. That's great. <laughs> oh, my. Well, you know, I'm an, old, I'm an old school guy, Luke. And, uh, you know, when you got an album or even a CD from a few years ago, you know, you wanted to, you know, find out who was on it, you know, and my, you know, my manager and our, our record label um, was saying, nobody cares about where the studios were or who played on what. And I said, I don't agree with that. So I'm glad that you're telling me that you like a little bit of in-depth information on the liner notes. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, and like, for instance, uh, when we decided to record Nature's Way, the Randy California song from 1970, which was kind of a, an environmental anthem song back in those, at the end of the hippie days. Uh-huh. Um, you know, uh, Mark Andes asked Timothy B. Schmidt from the Eagles if he, you know, want to sing on a song, and Timothy said, yeah, and loved the band spirit back in the days. And uh, he said, yeah, and then suddenly that brought in John McPhee from the Doobie Brothers, so... We had a couple of very notable guest stars appearing on that song. Yeah, and especially like how Eagle out the is lowercase and the Doobie Brothers is capitalized. That's that's a very particular thing that stood out. Like, yep, because Eagles. Correct me if I'm wrong. I think it's supposed to be just that for the band. I've never really known that for sure, but I, that's what I've always understood that Eagles is just that. It's not the Eagles. It's just Eagles. Right. But to make it sound appropriate, then people will throw the the before that. Right. And you know what? I'm sure that they don't mind because, I mean, the Eagles were and still are probably the biggest successful band in that genre of music from Southern California that Firefall, you know, it plays a small role in that genealogy tree. But, you know, it's really great having some guest guest appearances. Well, you and... Know, John Jor- I was just going to say John Jorgensen, who, who played in Elton John's band and also the Desert Rose Band with Chris Hillman from the Birds. Um, he played 12-string guitar on uh, on Way Back When, so it's really cool. And you know what? With, with Steve Weinmeister and Jim Waddell and people who have been in Firefall in the past 15 or 20 years um, as members when the band changed a little bit, I wanted to, uh, I wanted to acknowledge that. That's the thing, because uh, it really stood out. Uh, if going through the I mean even going through the history of the band and who's played with whom at different times and I and that sparked up a little bit in my mind reading the liner notes and going it's almost like a family with this band and I don't usually see that with with groups that get back I mean sometimes but not often will I see a group that's been around a while have a lot of former members come back in just play a little bit here a little bit there I mean is that a correct way to assess kind of the feeling around members of Firefall that if you've been in, you kind of, 
you kind of are a member, even if you're not officially in the band at a given moment? Um, yeah, that's that's pretty true in our case. And Steve Weinmeister, for instance, he was the lead vocalist for 23 years in the 80s and 90s and into the 2000s before Jer- Gary Jones uh, joined the band as lead vocalist. Um, and so that's kind of true, but it also kind of harkens back to that Southern California music that started with the birds and the Buffalo Springfield and evolved into the Eagles and Crosby, Stills, and Nash and Larkins and Messina and later at the top branches of that tree, Firefall. You know, it was amazing back in those days that uh, so many bands and members kind of inter- intermingled you know, like I, I, I think about the birds, and I played with Graham Parsons and Emmylou Harris at the Fallen Angels for their last tour before they made the Graham made the second record and then ended up dying out at Joshua Tree. But you know, the the whole Flying Breeder Brothers birds connection, really cool stuff. So it was like a big family. And what was interesting for me, I've always lived in Colorado, pretty much. And in about 1972 to 73, a lot of the Southern California big-name rock stars who got sick of living in in L.A. moved to the mountains above Boulder, including Stephen Stills and Chris Hillman and Richie Fury and Joe Walsh and Dan Fogelberg and Carl Wilson of the, the Beach Boys. And suddenly Boulder, for about five or six or seven years, became a national hotbed of music. How would you say Comet fits in the Firefall discography? I would say that it fits very nicely, and that's kind of surprising for us not having a new album out for 20 years or whatever it is. Um, And me having been in the band from the very beginning... You know, I knew how to make Firefall sounding records. And I knew the kind of groove that people were used to hearing from us. You know, and it wasn't just acoustic guitars. And it wasn't just love songs like Just Remember I Love You or or You Are the Woman or stuff. There was a whole vibe about the band. And we were unique. We sounded pretty distinctive, which was fortunate. And, uh, you know, when we went in and started seriously recording this record, I wanted to really keep that in mind and and make it so that we didn't sound like a brand new band, you know. A band that didn't sound like Firefall shouldn't be calling itself Firefall. So we're still really true to what our founding music was like. And uh, I'm really glad that I'm hearing from radio people and friends and people have heard the record that, you know, it's a great Firefall record and it continues the tradition of melodic music that, uh, you know, the people like to, uh, like to hear and then enjoy hearing. And I would affirm that as well. It's called Comet. It comes out on Friday, December 11th. If anyone's <laughs> listening before December 11th, it's coming out. Otherwise, if you're listening to this afterwards, well, it's out on Sunset Boulevard Records. It's got Comet Neowise. I could immediately identify that kind of double thing coming out of the top. I'm like, that's got to be the Comet from this summer. And that's the one on the cover of the album. Am I correct on that? 
you are. And it was funny, I, you know, as an artist and a graphic designer, and I helped pretty much design the cover and all that stuff, I had about five or six Comet pictures that I thought would look good on the cover, but two or three of them, we couldn't get a hold of the, the photographer to okay us using his shot on the album or pay him some money for the rights to that. And once uh, Lynn saw this, this cover that were on there, he says, that's the one, and we knew who the, the photographer was, and he is the record label, got a hold of him, and cut the deal, and I love, it. I love our new cover. It looks really good. So that if, if if someone's looking for a way, where, where's the new Firefall album? Besides looking for the logo, look for the one album that's got the comet on the cover, and that's definitely the one. It's coming out soon. It sounds really good. I would encourage anyone to give it a listen. Jock Bartley, thanks for taking some time to chat with us about the band and about the album, and best of luck on on the promotion of this and when you guys eventually get back out on tour performing this live and everything going down the road. We'll come see you. So thanks for having me. I appreciate it. And, uh, you know, you can go catch on uh, firefallofficial.com all kinds of stuff about the band. So thanks for having me on, uh, Luke, and uh, you know, have a great week in uh, Wisconsin. Jock Bartley, great interview there uh, from Firefall. Again, the album is called Comet. Comet is the new album from Firefall. Yeah, first one, in, yeah, it was about a quarter century since Firefall last released a new studio album. They've had compilation albums come out over time, but haven't had a studio album in a very long time. Well, that has now changed as of 2020. Their website is firefallofficial.com, firefallofficial.com. They're on social media as well. Definitely check out their Facebook page. There's a lot of not, not only new content, but a lot of throwback stuff that gets posted a lot on their Facebook page. It's a real treat. You got to check out their Facebook page. Also got studio shots from the recordings of from the recording sessions of this new album. Definitely check it out. That's the latest edition of Got Time for a Quick Story. Thanks as always to Greatest Hits ninety eight point one Radio here in Eau Claire, Wisconsin, for providing the facilities to do a lot of these interviews. And you can listen to these a lot of these artist interviews at greatesthits ninety eight one dot com. Put your mouse over blog. You see where it says interviews? Click there. You can listen to my interviews. You can listen to interviews with um, one of my co-workers, John Murphy, does artist and uh, celebrity interviews as well. All really insightful and interesting interviews. You can also subscribe to this podcast. Got time for a quick story? The question mark at the end. Apple, Android devices. You go to the usual place to find a podcast. We're there. Um or it's there, I should say. We've also got it on Pandora and on Amazon and Stitcher and TuneIn, Spotify. You can find it in a whole lot of locations. Subscribe so you get the new episodes when they come out and rate it preferably higher because that will help get the word spread around. Got time for a quick story? I'm Luke Anthony.